The Next Level Life podcast is all about mindfulness, mindset, motivation, and conscious entrepreneurship. My name is Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, business and life strategy coach. Each week, I will bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears, tap into your purpose, and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I want to dive into getting stuck in consumption, getting stuck consuming the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, and getting stuck in that learning process rather than moving forward and utilizing that information to take action on our goals. It's something that a lot of people can get stuck in, and it's a really, really interesting topic because it can also delve into procrastination techniques. So if you are someone who's like, oh, I don't really get stuck in consumption mode, but I definitely procrastinate, then some of these these tips that we'll go through today will definitely help you as well. So I want to tap into the learning stages and what happens throughout our learning process. So when then we can get some insight into how we get stuck and the reasons why we get stuck and then how we can get out of that learning cycle or that literally being on the hamster wheel, doing the next thing and the next thing, signing up to another course and taking that next qualification and continuing to study when really you have everything you already need to move forward, yet we're constantly telling ourselves that we don't. We're constantly telling ourselves that we don't have the knowledge or we're not the expert yet. And it's a really interesting space to be because you may not ever be until you take the action. And that's why action is so, so important in any part of achieving any goal is at some point you need to be able to take action. And I'm going to clarify why that's so important if you haven't already realized how important action is. But for some of those who really do get stuck in consuming, it's a really interesting thing because it's like they don't know why they continue to do it. And they sometimes haven't even realized that's what they're doing. So what happens through a stage of learning? So if you're learning a new skill or new bits of information or a anything, right? So through the learning stages, this is how it works. Basically, we start out as being unconsciously incompetent. This is where we're literally not aware. We have no awareness around what it is that we need to learn. And we don't necessarily know what we don't know right? So it's being completely unaware of what we don't know. And I want to use the terminology around when we start, when we learn how to drive. Okay. And because I think it's something that's so simple for everyone to gauge. So when you're a child and you're in the car with your parents, you might be sitting in the back seat, but you don't realize that you don't know how to drive, right? And something that you're just sitting there and you're enjoying the ride and you're listening to your parents, but you're not aware of the fact that you don't know how to drive. Then we go through to the next stage. We become consciously incompetent. So that's where we become aware of what we don't know. So it might happen a little bit later in life, maybe when you're a teenager and you're in the car and then you're like, oh, I don't know how to drive. Mum and dad drive the car because I don't know how to drive, right? It's when we realize that there is something that we don't know, right? We're unaware of that knowledge. So it's where I know what I don't know. Okay, stay with me. It's almost like that apprentice stage, right? You start to become aware of what you need to learn or what you would like to learn. Then we start to learn and we become consciously competent. This is where we're literally getting into into the learning phase where we're taking on the information. So we're learning a new skill and we start to, you know, we start to have a bit of trial and error. We're learning the skill as we go 
and it can be a little bit stop start it can be a little bit clunky and it can be a little bit of brain power to try and work through the problems in your mind to understand to get clarity around what it is that you'd like to learn So say this is the next stage of driving where you actually take driving lessons and it's where you're consciously aware of things that you're not good at just yet, right? So it's like, you know, when you first learn to drive and you're in the car and you're literally like, okay, seatbelt on or move the seat first, seatbelt on. And then you put the car, you turn the car on, you check the mirrors, you then, you know, put it in drive and then you take your foot off the brake, you put your foot on the accelerator and you start to go and you're aware of everything around you. You're so consciously aware that it's like all of these things coming into you at once and you're consciously going, oh my God, what am I doing? And you're kind of freaking out, but you're, you're working it and you're learning it as you go because you're taking that action and but you're not necessarily at expert level just yet, right? So then we go to the next level, which is becoming unconsciously competent, which is when we start to be so good at it, we forget that we're actually doing it. So what I mean by that is that we almost go on to autopilot, right? Like have you ever got to the point where you've driven home and you're like, did I stop at that red light? Or you don't remember parts of the actual on the route home, like you actually have become so immune to it. So it's so normal for you. It's almost become a natural practice that you've done it so many times that you know exactly how to do it. And it's become autopilot. Okay. So there's a huge gap between being consciously competent and becoming that expert level or the master. And the biggest thing that that has, that has to happen in those stages is action. And the biggest thing that has to happen in those stages is repetition and practice. And what can happen is if someone gets stuck in consumption, they kind of lean into the consciously competent area where they start to learn the skill and they take a little bit on board and they might have a couple of little action steps that they've taken and then it's been scary and they've taken a step back or they've had something happen and go wrong and they didn't like the feeling that gave them and they took a step back again and went, oh, we'll just learn something else. And it can be, again, stuck stuck in a place of avoidance and, and... I'm going to go into the reasons why we do this, but I just want you to be really clear on those stages of learning as we need to be firstly aware of what we want to learn. We then we need to go into actually starting to learn the information and putting it into practice, having a lot of repetition before we can become the master and it becomes completely autopilot. And you've done it so many times that you literally just do it. And that is when you have become the master of that skill. So, what happens in the in-between stage that stops someone from becoming a master? What actually happens and keeps them stuck in consumption and going back down that learning curve? There is a multitude of underlying reasons and most of them are quite individual. So they're not always going to be, not all of these will be the reasons why you might be stuck in consumption or stuck procrastinating, but maybe uncover a couple and let's see what, what we can do to overcome those. The first one is quite simple. It's because it's comfortable and it's safe. You know exactly what to expect. We know how to do it. We can be confident in doing it and it feels free and easy. We don't really have to put much thought into it because it's like I've learned other things before. I've been in courses before. I've consumed information and I've taken a couple of tests. Like it's simple and easy for us to do. The other thing is we're certain of the outcome. We know exactly what's going to happen. We'll sign up to a course and we'll finish the course. or we'll go to the workshop and we'll meet a few people and you know, enjoy the experience, but it's, there's no expectation on what's to happen afterwards. Right. And you see here being comfortable and being certain of the outcome. These two are core needs, right? So being certainty 
is a form of comfortability because they go together and they're actually a core need for all human beings. So all human beings need certainty and that's where our safe feeling of safety comes from. And But there comes a time where meeting this core need can become unresourceful, where it's, where it's almost like become necessary to overfill the need, right? And if we're not aware of it, and we're not gaining it from other areas of our life, and that's our only way of gaining certainty or comfort, then we will continue to go back and stay in that comfortable place. The next one it might be could be connection. So we sign up to these things, we involve ourselves in group situations or training programs or training rooms, and we love the experience. We love the energy. We get connection from other people. We get that uplifting feeling of learning something new and the dopamine kick that we actually get from learning something new. And being in the training room is fun and it's that group dynamic and we get inspired by other people and that feeling of being feeling good about life because everybody else is in that little bubble of training, right? And it's really interesting because connection is also a core need that we need to fulfill. So again, if you're not fulfilling that core need in another area of your life, then you might be stuck in that form of, of constantly consuming or constantly learning because it's actually giving, that, giving you that core need. The next one is maybe it's fulfilling a need for significance. Okay, this is significance is another core need and it's a feeling of being important, a feeling of knowing um, a lot of things to get that feeling of importance. And if this is where it could be like, oh, I must be the expert before I do anything. I must know everything there is to know about this before I can go out and ask someone to pay me to do this. Or it could be that I need to know all, I need to have the highest qualification there is before I can actually go out and, and take action on this because it's the most important thing to me. And recognizing that and going, well, okay, so it's almost like a level of perfectionism, right? So noticing that we cannot become an expert at anything unless we have taken action in it. We learn by doing. It's like that next stage, right? Getting to that master level, that the unconsciously competent is knowing exactly how to do it without having to think about it. But you're not at that expert level if you're still learning. Okay, so you've got to push through that uncomfortable stage of taking action and move to that place of getting really confident in what you're doing. Or it could be that we get addicted to that dopamine uh, kick when we finish learning something or get that qualification or get that certificate. And so dopamine is a chemical that is, hits our reward center in our brain, which is often called uh, the happiness drug. So being able to recognize that, okay, so I'm constantly getting addicted to that need of fulfilling that dopamine kick and that's how I feel good about myself. And noticing that it might be other areas of your life that you could be doing that as well. So you don't necessarily need to rely on constantly learning and getting stuck in that consumption mode. Or it could be just that you're stuck in that pattern. You're stuck in that cycle and you realize that, or maybe you haven't realized that you're stuck there and now you're having the awareness around it to go, okay, yes, I do realize that I've just been constantly taking courses and constantly putting myself in a position to continuously learn but not actually taking the action steps and that's okay right but being able to have that awareness is giving us the ability to change something to get a different outcome so with all of those and with any form of consuming is that there is no risk in consuming right taking action has a little bit of risk attached to it 
when we're just consuming, there's no fear of rejection, no fear of humiliation or being seen as being wrong. There's no fear of looking like an idiot or failing at something, right? So there's some key things to go, wow, am I really afraid of the rejection? Am I afraid of the humiliation or getting it wrong or failing at something? So there's other key things that I really want to touch on is that it could be some core blocks that are going on there as well. So we could be possibly getting stuck in the learning instead of taking action because we have beliefs around the fact that we need to know everything before we can start or that we don't have the belief in ourselves, in our own creativity or in our own ability to take the action. And this is really interesting because what's, what I've noticed with a couple of clients that I've been working with around this is that it actually shows up in other areas of your life and you may not realize this, but it could be showing up in, in ways of feeling really unclear in your next step. That could just be a feeling, a thought that you have and not knowing what to do next. So what we do is we then just jump into the next course. And so it's being able to find the clarity to move past that. And sometimes the only way to find that clarity is in taking action. You could find yourself binge watching Netflix or TV series because you know exactly and it's ones that you've already previously watched because you're confident in how it's going to end you know you're going to enjoy it and you know exactly what's going to happen the outcome right so that could be something that you're doing you could be signing up to memberships or other subscriptions subscriptions on a regular basis and that could be again just be in consumer mode you could be having constant FOMO fear of missing out and so it's like, well, I must do this or else I'm going to miss out on this. And that could, again, be the, the level of significance of being able to be uh, totally across everything that's happening in your industry or whatever form of learning that you're that you're taking. It could be having to be the expert in that field. So not need to needing to know everything. And that's, again, if I miss out on that, what will that mean about me? It could be that you have a lot of clutter around your house or you struggle to throw things out and are always adding things to the pile of things you want to do. You could have multiple books on your bedside table. And sometimes we, we actually lose sight of why we're actually consuming the information. So if those are showing up in other areas of your life, then it might be that getting stuck in, in consuming or consumption is something that's going on for you. So... There's not, it's not all downsides, okay? I really wanted to just point out that please don't take this opportunity to be hard on yourself because you are good at some things, right? You're actually really good at learning and you're really good at starting things and you're really good at absorbing information and you're really good at getting inspired to take the action to learn. So you are already good at taking action. You've just been taking action in different areas, okay? So I want you just to notice that, hey, not a lot of people actually are confident in starting things. Some people sit back and want to do that course, but are too scared to sign up or they, they want to take the next, um, you know, sign up to the next thing because it's what they know that they're going to need. But they just even too scared to do that because of what it might mean they have to do afterwards. So recognize that you are good at great at starting things. You are great at getting inspired and you're great at absorbing information it's just that we need to focus on adapting those skills to the other spectrum the other area of where it's falling flat and and just know and tell yourself that the training never stops it's one of my favorite quotes from tony robbins the training never stops so even though you may be taking action and moving forward you can always go back and learn it's always going to be there for you there's always going to be something new to learn 
But if you really want to achieve your life's mission, if you really want to have goals that are, do actually come true, then at some point action is going to have to have to happen. So how do we move forward? Firstly, there's some key questions that you need to ask yourself to be able to make this change. And I've put these in the show notes so you can go back to them as well. Firstly, what am I afraid of? Okay, I started with a big one, but really uncovering those fear, those fear-based patterns that are happening is a really great way to be able to overcome them. How can I fulfill my needs for comfort, connection, certainty, or significance in another way? So before we uncover those key core needs that we need to be able to fulfill, to be able to be confident to move forward. So if you recognize or any of those resonated with you early on, you recognize that, okay, yeah, I do do that because I, I like to feel connected to other people or I do do that because I really love feeling comfortable and keeping things easy. So how can you fulfill those needs for yourself in another way, in a resourceful way? The next question is, how long am I willing to tolerate being here? And that's a really confronting question because, you know, put a time frame on it. Literally say to yourself, okay, well, I'm in the middle of a course right now. I'm going to complete this course and then I will be not taking on any other, any more courses for the next six months. And I'm going to dive into action. Then I need you to uncover what's the point of consuming the information if you're not using it. What are you getting out of it? Is there a secondary gain going on there? Like what's what else that you're getting out of it that keeps you stuck in that place? Because I'm sure there'll be some type of payoff. And the last one is, do I know one person in the world that I'm confident that I can help with this information? And if the answer is yes, it's time to take that step. It's time to put yourself in the master shoes and move forward. And if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. You can never become that master. You can never take it to the next stage of being unconsciously competent if you don't take the action and practice it and practice it until you actually have mastered it. True mastery is in taking the action and learning from the experience, not just learning. We all learn by doing. We need to trial and error and execution is queen. It's time to decide and commit into taking that action. Like if you ever learned a language and then just not spoken it in years and then you're like, oh God, I can't remember what they're saying. It's kind of got a bit of an inkling of what's going on, but I've got no idea. And it's because you haven't used it. We need to be able to use it and take the action before we actually master that learning, master the knowledge or that skill. And the way to do this is start small. We want to set ourselves up to create momentum and set ourselves up to create success. So then we can prove to ourselves that we can do it. Because if there's any of those underlying beliefs around not believing in your ability, not being believing in your own creativity to create something, not being able to believe in yourself to take the action, then you've got to start small. We've got to build that trust back up with yourself and prove to yourself that you can do it. So where can you start right now? Let's not wait till that course is finished. How can you take one small piece of learning and put that into action straight away? Action first. And then if there is time, you can continue to consume to upskill. Like anything, like I said earlier, training never stops, but it's time to start creating and start doing. Where are you holding yourself back? If one of those blocks is not believing in yourself, then starting small is so, so important. And what I mean by that is 
Working out what those action steps are going to be, put them in your diary and show up for them. Make sure they're really actionable steps so they're not like this massive thing like create a website or, you know what I mean? Like really, really break it right down so they're really small actionable steps that can be actioned within 20 to 30 minutes so it's not a literally a block that you create already going, oh, I don't, don't have enough time. You've got to make it happen. And if you commit to yourself and you commit to your learning, the reasons why you've learned this, like what are those reasons and why, what did you want to create from that? And I'm sure there are some massive things that you wanted to create and yet you haven't actually taken that action. And I want you to know that you can do this. You've already learned it. You're almost there. Don't let it go to waste. Take those action steps and keep yourself moving forward. And it's the same thing with procrastination. If we continuously put things in our place to procrastinate with, we will continue to procrastinate. So if we're consuming on a regular basis, maybe it's looking at mapping out what you're consuming on a daily basis. So this can work in in either aspect, right? So if you notice that you're consuming, 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 it might be checking your phone, like if you're scrolling and consuming, How much time are you spending on your phone? And I love with the iPhones now, you can actually, you get a a report at the end of the week of how long you've spent on your phone per day. And some weeks it's so alarming (laughs) and other weeks it's not so bad. But maybe it's about setting some time time, like setting up time for yourself and setting an actual timer and an alarm where you stop the learning and you take the action. Otherwise, you're never going to get to that next stage. And I really want that for you because look at all the things that you're missing out on by not finishing. You've got to get good at finishing things. And the finishing is in the action. Because like anything, especially with perfectionism, we don't know if it's perfect until we've put it out to the world and we've got feedback and we've actually adjusted and tweaked it to get it right. So what are you too scared to put out there? What action are you are you ready to take just yet? And how can you create some beautiful, small, actionable steps to lead up to that bigger action? You've got to build that confidence in that, in that area because if it's something that your pattern is normally not to take action, then trying to break that, act, that pattern with massive action is just not going to work. So being, and it's just, you're just going to fall back into old patterns again. So being able to start small, because a lot of the time, like if we have these, sometimes we have massive goals and we're like, oh, I'm going to go on this massive health kick. And next week I'm going to, on Monday, I'm going to change all of my food. I'm going to start creating a massive exercise plan. I'm going to go to the gym five times a week and I'm not going to drink coffee. So I'm going to like detox off coffee and I'm going to make sure that I have three liters of water a day. And then you get to Monday and it's so overwhelming that You last possibly a day, maybe not even, and then you fall back into old patterns because you're trying to break these neural networks that have been so strong that are actually so connected that you're trying to break them apart and it's just not going to work with with trying to change everything. So start small and rebuild those new habits in taking action. And that could be actually changing patterns in your everyday world. So like literally like if you're If your routine every single day is exactly the same, then you've got to change parts of your routine to start breaking up those parts of the of the mind matter. So it could be that you brush your teeth with a different hand. It could be that you walk to work on a different path. It could be that you drive to work on a different different route. Like it could be that you you do something before you eat breakfast or vice versa. Like really mix up your routine so you do something different and your brain will be like, oh, this is different, this is new, this is interesting. And you'll start to break those old patterns away so then you can start to do new things. 
it's really important and it's something that's so exciting to do when you start doing it and you're just like, oh, I can do that. So it's proving to yourself and your brain that you can take action in a different way. And yes, the way that you signed up to those courses and you subscribe to that thing or whatever it is, that took action, right? So you can do this, but it's putting the action at the end. So making sure that, okay, so what did I learn and how can I put that part in action? How can I stop consuming here and stop procrastinating here and take action here? And again, change your patterns that you have playing out throughout the day and it'll be much easier for you to be able to take a different action. So in any aspect of achieving a goal, if you're getting stuck in procrastination, getting stuck in consuming and not moving forward, change something up. So then your brain doesn't know that that sequence, that pattern that it's following, and it has to do something different. It's a really, really simple uh, pattern interrupt, and it could be something that will change everything for you. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Please share with me on Instagram. There is a competition happening this week. So if you'd like to win a complimentary business coaching session with me, as well as a $100 prize pack with edible gratitude and some beautiful, beautiful vouchers to some really cool places here in Brisbane, then all you need to do is leave a review on iTunes. It's really simple. You scroll down to the bottom of all my episodes and you click write a review, pop a couple of comments, or maybe it was a key takeaway or just literally whatever you think about this week's episode or last week's episode and Clint and then let me know that you've posted that and I'll I'll put you in the draw to win and I'll let you know as soon as it's drawn I hope you have an amazing week and I look forward to speaking to you next week thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the next level life podcast I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.